All right, you are now tuned in to the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast, episode 144, and you know we're breaking down the playoffs. Clippers win, Lakers lose. We're going to talk about Houston. What the hell's going on with Milwaukee? We're going to break it all down for you folks. It's the Follow Through with Clips and Drew. Drew, give me that intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It is the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players podcast. It is a hot one in San Clemente today, guys. Drew's already sweating through his shirt. Yep. Uh, I already took off the ice pack. I had an ice pack on me. It's hot, bro. Yeah, but it's, it's we, a heat wave. It's a heat wave. And we only this only happens like two weeks out of the year for, for San Clemente. But this is the two weeks right now. Yep. Uh we just finished playoffs. Uh, what, what game did we just watch? It was Denver. You, yeah, Utah-Denver. Utah-Denver. We got Philly and... Boston. Boston. Jeez, so many games. And then we got Clippers and Dallas for game two of the playoffs. I think we should talk about game one, though, because a lot of people were upset. Yep. Said we got lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so at this point, every single team has played their first game in the playoffs. Uh, we're halfway through the, the, the third day here, so... Yeah, I think that's a great place to start. The Clipper game, the win over the Dallas Mavericks, and in a controversial fashion. Can I talk about my experience with this game? Well, so yeah, you. this was your first game as a virtual fan, right? Yes. So I was invited to be part of this We Are One group. Clippers chose uh, like 30 of us, I think. Uh-huh. And I was really excited to be a virtual fan. And it was not what I thought it would be. There was technical difficulties. Okay. I had to spend a lot of time in one spot. I don't. I do not watch. I'm not used to watching games like that. Right. You're not used to sitting and being stationary and having to sit the whole time. This is how it goes. Like you need to. The game was at six. If you're a virtual fan and you want a good quote seat, you got to be in the lobby at five fifteen. Right. Got like, it. Like log into Microsoft Teams, and so I logged in. They put me dead center, third row. Right. Nice. And then other Clipper fans start coming in. And it's just really awkward because nobody was saying anything. So then with <laughs> like five minutes go by, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking own this room now. So I just already start talking shit. Nice. You know, I'm picking on the, the small guy behind me who had his computer all messed up. So he looked like he was like little Beetlejuice in his chair. Too far away. Too far away. Then I'm hollering. <laughs> there was one girl in the room and I'm like, hey, what's your name? Yeah. Girl, what, girl what, in the corner. What's up? Right. And then my whole row was full of dudes. And I just kept saying like, yo, can I get a girl in my row? What's 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 really good? <laughs> <laughs> but we could like practice virtual high fives and stuff. Uh huh. So this was the thing though. Like they tell us you can't leave your seat for more than a minute, right? Right. And it's like, okay, well, I like to drink during the games. Right. I like to urinate during the Yeah, you got to go to the bathroom sometimes. It's a long game. So I set up a full bar like next. I had a cooler <laughs> with ice, my vodka, and then my, my iced tea. Perfect. Because I'm, I'm keto clips right now. That's so right. That's right. Just uh, iced tea. And so I, I had to sit there for an hour prior to the game. And then there was technical difficulties. Like we got a letter from the NBA the next day apologizing. Oh, okay. So I had it set up so my laptop was facing me like it was supposed to. Right. So the, hold on. Yeah. Getting into the setup though. Like okay. you're, when you're watching the game, mm-hmm. are you forced to watch it on your laptop or do you watch the game on the television? Okay. So peep this. So you split screen it. You have live feed of the game on the right. Okay. And then you have your section 
on the left where you see everybody. Got right? it. Okay. Now, mind you, I have it set up so it's on the 65 inch. Right, right. Behind, uh, above me, but the feed was 10 seconds ahead of the TNT. Feed. Oh, because you're getting the the raw footage. Yeah. Okay. 10 seconds ahead, so nothing is lining up. I'm trying to. I don't want to watch the game on. My computer. I want to watch it on on the my television. TV. Right. right. It's, it's a bunch bigger screen. Right. Yeah. And the only good thing about it was I couldn't hear uh, freaking Seaman and 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 Chauncey because they are just they're. I'm sorry, guys. They are just not fun to listen to. No. So there. So it was glitching a lot. You can't mute everybody else, so you're hearing everybody else talk. Like you can mute your mic. All the different fans and yeah. sections. Yeah. Oh wow. And you've watched games with me, bro. Yeah. I like to be mobile. Yep. I like to scream and yell. So I was I left at halftime. You did see me. A lot of people saw me. Yeah, you were behind the backboard mm-hmm. there, and you had you had, did have some prime some prime uh, real estate. Well, yeah, prime real estate. Mm-hmm. And you got some you got some airtime. I did. Yeah, yeah. I, and but no, uh, none of our followers saw me well, because they. You really had to search. I'll say it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But when I did once I once I got a glimpse of that screen, I saw you maybe two or three times, and I was like, yep. The first time I saw you, I was like, I think that's him. But it, it cut so fast, uh-huh. I was like, I didn't, I couldn't tell. When I got you was on a replay. I think it was a replay of of Luca's shooting, mm-hmm. and you were just right there. You were right there, right behind the the, the basket, and uh, that was cool. So, but you didn't even make it through the whole game. No. So this is the other deal. Clippers like start hot. It was eighteen to two, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, because I blow said, out. Yeah, we own Dallas. Like I really, I keep saying this. Yeah. And we own Dallas. And then second quarter. Dude, we're down 16 or whatever. They went on a hell of a hell run. Hell of a tear. I'm livid. <laughs> I'm livid. And then I'm listening to all these other people in my room just like screaming at the computer. It's glitching. <laughs> I can't keep up with the game. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm out. And they went on that run. And I'm like, maybe I'm bad luck. Bad luck. Maybe, yeah. Maybe this is whole, the whole thing is bad luck. Totally. Right. So I, I definitely left at halftime and then regained my power. By watching it in my man chair, like I planned Into to. your normal spot. My normal spot, normal right. routine. I brought everything back to normality for the Clippers, <laughs> I think. So it was, so a, it was that plus uh, Porzingis getting ejected. Okay, we can talk about that. That led to the Clipper victory, right? Obviously, first and foremost, you had to get to your seat. Yes. And, and everything had to be right. Yes. And then, of course, Porzingis getting ejected yes. was a big help. Let me be on the record and say, and I have told you this and I told the group <laughs> chat, Porzingis deserved neither of the technical fouls that he got. Porzingis did not uh, warrant an ejection on either one. And Drew, you had a fun fact about the ref that kicked him out, though. Yeah, so it's uh, no surprise now that I know this, but the referee that, that called both technicals on Porzingis and ejected him is the same and only ref that has ever ejected LeBron James uh, in, in his entire career. So clearly that guy's a quick trigger when it comes to technical fouls. But even with that kind of quick trigger mentality, neither of those, like you said, deserves to be a technical foul. Now, look, there was some shoving that went on between Porzingis and Morris. And, and yeah, Ma- which one is on your Morris, Marcus, Marcus Morris, Senior. Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. And OK, fine. I can I can see that potentially being a double technical because they really are trying to put the clamps on any kind of physical activity. It seems like that was maybe a message from the league. Actually, it was it was Marcus and Luca got kind right. of into it, and then Porzingis came. Correct, mm-hmm. and th- that's what I'm saying. The shoving mm-hmm. happened after Porzingis was trying to stand up for Doncic, mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't really need any standing up for him. Was probably running his mouth right in Marcus's ear. That one, I can I can maybe all right, maybe a double technical. Fine, if you really want to put the clamps on it. 
But the fact that that one was the one that led to the ejection really, it, it fucked up the whole game and it possibly fucked up this whole series. Not to say that, you know, Dallas can't come back and win games or, or even win the series. It's only one game. But we know how important game one is in these seven-game series, especially without any real home court advantage. So the, it's the first one that I, I definitely have a problem a with. A fist pump, dude. He fist pumped because he was unhappy, and he, and honestly, he thought a foul was called on him that wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he made a very clean block on the play, I think, it, I think if I'm remembering correctly. That doesn't deserve a technical foul. Look, there's no crowd noise. you got to let these guys play with the intensity that – is required in a in a playoff, playoff fucking game. game. Agreed. And it's like, what? We just want these guys to to you know cross their arms and twiddle their thumbs and you know keep their hands in their pockets. It's emotional. You're you're playing your ass off. You're fucking sweating. You're living in a bubble. In in Dallas's situation, like this was a very winnable game, mm-hmm. and they were doing really well <laughs> for the first time this season against the Clippers. And it just sucks because it you know we ruined what would have been a, a hell of a finish. I think the ref set the tone early with Pat Bev. Pat Bev got three quick, and I think that's – I mean, Pat Bev is going to be Pat Bev, but he needs to real, like realize that he's got to chill on the aggression sometimes. Sure. Like we well, especially now, like we're saying, these refs are calling everything, mm-hmm. even phantom fouls, like more than we've ever seen. So for that specifically, Pat Bev is going to have to adjust. And it's always an excuse, dude. In any game you lose, it's always the ref, right? Of it's, course. And the refs get the, the, the brunt end of the stick always. I hate it when a ref controls the whole the whole game pretty much, right? Yeah. I did, I did not think Porzingis needed to get kicked out, nor did I like it. Um, I think we still would have beat them. It was a very good game. Luka, I mean, Luka is just so freaking amazing. And if he's not a a real superstar right now i don't know what is like he is that good 42 points in his opening game right it's the most ever by a rookie it's right? the most ever by, for, in nba history for not a rookie but, the but first. for yeah for your first mm. playoff game and he i mean look they the, the clippers ended up winning by eight and without porzingis for the majority of the second half and donches was not really affected by your defense and that's that was the whole thing that we talked about on the previous pod was like you guys have probably the best on ball defense not just from one but from multiple uh players on your team and luca was handling that with ease pat bev was out though he pat bev sure. he gets under luca's skin a lot sure not having him in and then having to play soft when he had five you know uh marcus morris had a really big game 19 points if we can get that from him uh consistently 15 i'd be really happy with that my only issue with marcus and i brought this up with my friend today uh, it's literally if he touches the ball, he's shooting it. Yeah, every it, he is taking the shot very much. And when he's on, I'm with it. They brought I think Simmons is the one that brought up about my boy Hazonia on Portland. Like if he hits that first three, he's shooting the next six. Right, you gets. won't be able to stop him if right. he's catching it. Yeah, but Morris was uh, Morris was the guy that kept us in the game, and then of course Kawhi closed, and Paul George, who's just so silky with it, closed. And that's what the Clippers have been doing. We put we took our foot off the gas when we were up eighteen to two. I'd rather just keep plugging you know what i mean yeah and also this is for the whole playoffs this isn't just the clipper game this was the laker game last night it's the free throws dude they are calling everything everything so the a lot of games are going to be won at the line yeah and all the players should recognize that and just go to the rim i I understand that you know most teams want to shoot the three please by all means go ahead and do that but look if you're struggling to shoot cough cough lakers (laughs) Stop shooting fucking threes and dribble to the goddamn basket because you're most likely going to get free throws out of it. 
too. And the important part is when there's when there's so many fouls being called is also depth, right? So like that's like kind of what you're keying in on. Mm. The Clippers have a lot of depth. The the Dallas Mavericks don't really have a lot of depth right now. They have maybe a seven eight man rotation that they can put out there. Um, it's guarding the three. Yeah, Drew. that is my biggest issue. Is I don't understand why we can't guard the three. Luca drives. Somebody's got a wide open shot. You got Finney out there. You got Burke out there. Porzingis, who I love shooting threes. Please keep shooting threes. Have you have you ever seen a seven three dude with a sweeter stroke than that though? No, he is so nice. It's butter. It is. That's why you know honestly I don't mind him shooting threes, but you know it's something that Shaq and Charles talk about all the time. Anytime they do, they cover a Dallas game, it's like get in the post. Yeah. And there's a reason they're saying that. They're both big guys that used to post up, and Charles was able to shoot too. But he he knew when he should shoot threes. And when he deserved, like when the matchup called for him to go into the post and dominate whoever he was was guarding him, and that's what Porzingis is going to have to do. But he had 14 points in 19 minutes, so it's not it's not it's not like he was having a terrible game. Um, he had six rebounds also in those 19 minutes, but he was let me see one for four from three. So that's kind of like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. and, and clearly, when it comes to the Clippers, other than Zub. You really don't have any other seven footer. I mean, you have Joakim Noah, but we got Trez, who was rusty. He right. he was coming off the bench, um, and it was good to see him back on the loved floor. Seeing him back, the 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 crew was happy to see him. I think he sh uh, shook the cobwebs off a little bit. Yeah, you I got think tonight. Yeah, I think tonight's going to be completely different. I think Clippers roll tonight. You think so? Yeah, roll. Yeah, well, I think you know clearly the 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 Mavericks will have a chip on their shoulder after that first one. I know that they're probably doing the whole. The refs screwed us stuff, so we'll see how they respond after that first loss. And honestly, an overall really good performance for the team, even though they lost. They got to feel pretty good about the way that they played against the Clippers and the fact that the moment the momentum swung so heavily in their yeah. favor for that you know a good portion of that game. But yeah, I mean, I this is the only series that I actually called uh, a sweep. You did. I'm sticking with it. I don't see you know even as good as da as Doncic was. And let's just say he was able to repeat that, which I don't think is going to happen tonight. I don't either. I think, you know, still maybe 30s, something like that. Mm -hmm. He might get in the 30s, but I don't think he's going to go for another 40-point game. But even if he does, it's going to take Porzingis getting close to 30, if not 30, and then some other pieces scoring more for them. And the thing that they can't do is defend. So they're going to have to defend a little bit, or the Clippers are going to just have to be ice cold from the floor. And I don't think either of those things are going to happen. And I'm going to have to be sitting in my man chair. Right. And I did get my Clipper home, our New Jersey Nets, my Clips home shorts dry clean today. Nice. I did pick them up. They're crispy white. Nice. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be should be a good game. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, again, that the refs don't fuck this up somehow and that we can actually just play some basketball and see who the better team is. I've been seeing tonight. a lot of reviews too early. A lot of, reviews. a lot of teams are doing the reviews early. Um are you are you emotionally ready to talk about last night's Laker yeah. game? Yeah. Be I, I here's so we can we can jump right in uh -huh. to the Laker game and I, I found something out last night. Ooh. I think I like being right more than I like the Lakers winning. Um because I called this. No, you were hopeful. You didn't call you were you were hopeful that they lost game one. I'll, I'm going to take it though. Okay. I'm taking it. All right, take it. I'm taking the fact that I was I, I called I was hopeful for a loss, okay. and the only reason I'm taking it and moving forward is because now it's all on the line. Like going down 1-0 in a series like this, it's only LeBron's second loss in a game one of the of the first round. Um, never lost in the first round. Never lost thirteen and series. Never lost mm -hmm. a series in the first round. Everything is on the line for game. We cannot go down two games here. We cannot. 
Man, this was discouraging to watch. Um, I don't even know really where to start. You I'll, start with shooting. I'm you gonna, got no shooters. No, 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 I'm going to start here. Um, LeBron had a triple-double. Great game. Historic game. Historic game. Damian Lillard had 36 points and like five rebounds and six assists or whatever it was. And the reason I'm starting here is because I want to ask you, when you look at those two stats, like LeBron's box score with the triple-double or, or Damian's with the 36 points, who do you think had a better game between those two guys? LeBron. I My argument is that Damian Lillard had a better game because his team won. And the whole reason I'm starting here is because LeBron is definitely wise enough and knowledgeable enough to understand when a team needs something from him a little different. And while the majority of this season has been about LeBron diming out assists and you know getting these kind of triple-double numbers as opposed to him scoring in the 30s or 40s like he has done in the past, it's time now for him to actually recognize this team needs help scoring more than it does assisting. We need him. He only took 20 shots last night. He was 9 of 20. I think he only hit one three. God damn it. With Lakers entirely only hit five. So it, it, I'm actually happy that he hit one. But as much as I love his effort and the, the, the numbers that he put up for us, he needs to now score the ball. We're, we're really heavily relying on Anthony Davis' points, and LeBron James needs to step up into that same kind of 30 points per night unless somebody can actually start hitting open shots. And that just doesn't seem like it's happening right now. Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Caruso, even Kuzma, everyone was fucking cold, as they have been for the last several games for the Lakers. I'm not upset with the way that LeBron played, and, and, and I think he's trying as hard as he can on the floor when he's out there, but I think he needs to realize now's the time for him to get us these points and get us over the hump. I think he was trying to set the tone, see what these guys are made of this first game. He got, he got everybody's shots, you know what I mean? Well, he had to have, like, he had 15 assists or whatever it was, there couldn't have been many more assists at all on the Lakers because nobody was hitting shots. So, like I said, I, I think he's trying hard, but I just I think he needs to shift, and I think his focus needs to now go to scoring. I'm sure that's what his focus is too, but you also can't have KCP and Caruso playing 30 minutes and accumulating three points. Danny Green. Danny Green. But see, again, like Danny, this is just out of the Danny Green playbook. Tomorrow night, I, I'll guarantee you he has 24 points. Well, I would love that. You know, if, if, if Danny Green has 24 points tomorrow, we will win the game. I, I, I agree. Danny has these games. He might have another game in the series where he has six points. Mm -hmm. Caruso was getting cooked by Dame. Nobody can guard Dame. You guys are definitely missing Avery Bradley, like we've been saying a lot. Avery is at least a defensive-minded guy that will try you know, to put hands on, on Dame in a good way. Um, I, I'm more leaning towards the fact that Portland plays every single game like this is a game seven. Right. They've been playing playoff ball the last 10 games. They're playing for their lives. And now, ever since Pat, the, the whole beef, whatever, with Pat Bev and, 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 uh, Paul George, Dame's playing with just this huge freaking chip on his shoulder. And he's unbelievable. What we're watching from this guy, mm -hmm. again, is just greatness at work. And I'm with you on this. You go down 0-2. It's going to have to be some hero miracle type shit yeah. to beat the hardest team in basketball. I agree. And so I, I do want to take a, a moment here to acknowledge the fact that Anthony Davis also needs to improve, right? Soft. He put up big numbers. Like if you look at the box score, you're like, oh, that's a pretty good game. 
All free throws. Mostly free throws. He was 12 of 17, which is not a great free throw night for him. He's normally a very, very good free throw shooter. Only five players of the Lakers got to the foul line. So this is what I'm talking about. Like I mentioned it earlier. Go to the rim. Caruso, KCP, Danny Green. Shit's not falling, right? If you hit your first one, okay, take a second. But if you're missing your shots, please take a second, drive to the rim, maybe dish for a dunk for JaVale or Dwight, or get fouled and go to the free throw line. Because God knows when you're a shooter, getting to the free throw line can help you get over this hump of not being able to put the ball in the basket. But back to Anthony Davis. The problem I have with him is that he should be dominating these matchups. And he was very soft. You said it soft. And it's about where he's catching the ball and where he's operating. We don't need him out there operating at the three-point line. Yeah, but he doesn't want to play the five. I don't give a fuck. I know. He needs to get – and it doesn't have to be on the block, but he just needs to get better shots. He was way too passive. He was way too easy to just be forced out of the paint and into that 18-foot range where not too much will happen or he's catching the ball at the three-point line. We need him – to be efficient, we need him to score because, as I mentioned, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. Is, is That's how we're going to get points on the board right now. And, look, I have a lot of confidence in both LeBron and Anthony Davis that they'll take that loss and they're going to come back and answer and be you know, prepared to score you know, 30 or 40 points each. And they can do it. But they have to do it. Like there's, no other, like, there's no other way around this. Anthony Davis is the most talented big man in the NBA. He, can, he could score all day in the paint. It's that, and they bring it up every single Laker game when they talk about Anthony Davis. He played point guard in high school. Right. You know, it's this point. You're not a point guard. Okay? Right. You're not a shooting guard. You're not Kevin Durant. You're not Kevin Durant. Yeah. But for some reason, these big men fall in love with these threes. And yeah, you know, the, the good thing about Portland, they have bodies to throw in. Whiteside, who's literally the laziest player in the NBA, got five big blocks, a big one at the end. Um, but again, that's another seven footer to put hands on Davis. My whole thing was, you know, with Vogel and the Lakers, Caruso's not producing. KCP is not producing. Let's bring in these two fucking guys on our bench, JR and Dion Waiters, who can actually create their own shot. KCP doesn't create his own shot. Caruso doesn't create his own shot. And I, I think I said this in the beginning when we went into the bubble, like Caruso feeds off hometown energy and the fans loving him and shit like this. To me, this looked like rec league. He looked scared last night. I will guarantee you that Vogel tomorrow night, Dion Waiters will get burned. I hope so. Uh, the, the issue that the Lakers are trying to figure out in Vogel or trying to figure out is it's, it's like offensive, defensive switching lineups, right? We want Caruso out there because He's probably a better defender than J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters. And same thing with KCP. But right now, both of those guys cannot hit the broadside of a barn unless they're getting a layup. And, and Caruso's dunk was nice. And you're right. In those moments, like Caruso hammers that dunk home in Staples Center. He's hyped. The fucking crowd is, is through the roof for five more minutes. And maybe we ride that wave as a team. But, you know, he got his dunk. There was like a couple cheers from the Lakers bench. And then the game continued. And he didn't make another shot other than that dunk. So I hope Deion Waiters gets burned. I hope J.R. Smith gets burned. Fucking get Jared Dudley out there. He at least can Whoa. hit. He can hit. Whoa. He, he can, can hit he can. a wide open three. He can. That's all we fucking need. <laughs> That's it. And Portland without Zach Collins and, and the fact that Portland only scored 100 points, that to me is like the scariest part. This game, the pace of the game, everything about it was going the Lakers' way. And we still we scored 93 fucking points. It's, uh, it's embarrassing. And it cannot happen again, cannot continue to happen. If we, if we do this, we will lose this series and we'll be done for the year. 
And Anthony Davis is a free agent after this. And yeah, I would love to say that he's found a home here in Los Angeles. He has all these, you know, dreams and, and partners that he's made, you know, for film and other shit that he wants to do in, in Hollywood. But man, you burn out in the first round. If he it? if he goes out like this, who's to say that he won't go and sign for the Knicks or Chicago or some other team? I, I'm getting ahead of myself with that. You are. You are. But it, this is not good. This isn't panic mode yet. No. Panic mode happens Tomorrow. if we. Yeah. Panic mode happens if we go down two nothing. I still I still feel confident the Lakers can do this. We clearly have what it takes. We just we got to get the ball to fall. Fifteen percent from three. Is, we're gonna lose every single time. To talk about Portland for a second, I hated Gary Trent on LeBron. That LeBron just owns Gary Trent. I don't know why that even was a thing. And notice Gary Trent wasn't talking any shit that game. Nope. Dude's been really loud the past But he hit games. a huge three in he the did, fourth. He did. His, he only had five points, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. I think might, so. It might have had a little more. It was a big shot. Yeah. Um, I loved Melo on LeBron. So much fun. It's it's fun, and I think it works better, right? Melo is – is it's a fun moment for Melo and LeBron. I think mostly for Melo, like being like – I still got this. I still Everyone got it. still thinks LeBron's the best player in the league, and they still think and they think I don't deserve to be here. So I think Melo's definitely taking this opportunity to actually play some some of the hardest defense that I've seen him play in the last ten years. And I, skinny Melo moves really well. He he, I mean, he didn't lock up LeBron, but he made LeBron change decisions on passes that he was making, and the, and, and the drive on the in the fourth quarter. Yep. That was mostly Melo. Um, I love that. And again, we're continuing to see that uh, Melo had more big shots this game. Yep. He hits big shots. Portland has shooters, dude. So he didn't have the best shooting night. He was three of eleven. He still, but the, and but and that kind of goes with the whole thing that I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. Portland did not play well. <laughs> they didn't. And still won. Dame had a good game. I, I'm looking at the box score. He had 34. I gave him two extra points. Mm -hmm. I said 36 earlier. He had 34. But everybody else had like a very mediocre or poor game, and we still lost by seven points. Like that is that is not okay. And there's not really a quick fix, but here, here's, here's my remedy. LeBron needs to shoot 28 shots. Anthony Davis needs to shoot 30 shots. The rest of those guys, take your open shots as they come. If you're wide fucking open, please have the confidence and the balls to shoot the ball like you've been in the NBA, like you've been playing basketball your whole fucking life, and make a shot or drive to the rim. That's the, that's the, only, ref, that's the only thing that I have to say because defensively, honestly – our matchups are fine. Like like I said, if Dame is going to score 30 points, 35 points, then so be it. We're, we're just going to have to live with that. If we can continue to kind of make it difficult for CJ and Nurk and the rest of these guys that they have on their team, if we can make it difficult for them to score, we should still be able to handle these guys without a problem. And Anthony Davis, play center. Play on the block. You went to the free throw line 18 times. The last thing I'll say <laughs> And, and then we can move on to the, the the other upset. At least, thank God Milwaukee lost too because it take a little bit of shade off of the Lakers. Um, Kuzma. I don't know how, but I would love to see him in the starting lineup. And it, and maybe it's involving moving Anthony Davis to the five right from the beginning and sitting JaVale. But if there is a guy that actually can score and create his own shot other than LeBron and Anthony Davis on this team, it's Kuzma. And so, for better or for worse... I would love to see him get 15 to 20 shots because at least he can fucking make a shot or has the balls to take. He did hit the side backboard yesterday. I don't though. care. We kind of need to ride or die with, with Kuz. That's just the truth. He's our third best player and our third best offensive option. So he needs to be shooting more. He needs to be getting more time. That's it. I'm, Vogel's going to make a change. There will be a, it has change. To be a change. I, I agree. 
But then you then you miss Kuz coming off the bench. That's when Dion or somebody else has to come somebody, in. Somebody, yeah, bring in KCP off the bench. I, I mean, something. I like that. Something, better. something has to change, and at least, like I'm saying, at least Kuzma has the balls to get out there and and take and make shots. So the Bucks lose too, which was crazy because nobody, nobody on Orlando was playing. Like Aaron they, Gordon wasn't playing. Right. They had a few people that weren't playing, but Book just went off. He's so talented. I love this guy. I, I mean, too. we we have been talking about him for a while. I wanted him so bad on my team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thirty-five and fourteen from, from everywhere. From Vucevic bro. Mm-hmm. just getting anything he wanted, and the and the Orlando starting lineup is Vucevic, Clark, Ennis the third, Fournier, and Fultz. Wow. Okay, and that's the team that beat. The best team in the NBA. Supposedly the best team in the NBA with supposedly the MVP, Giannis. I will say it was a hell of a team effort. Like, they scored 122 points on arguably the best defensive team in the league. I mean, I think their stats say that Milwaukee's the best. They shot 50% uh, from the field. And let me see here their three-point numbers. 40% from three. Checking all the boxes. Um, I think the thing that was surprising to me is that even though Giannis, you know, got 31-17... and 17, they made him take some really difficult shots. That matchup with Giannis and Vuk is yeah, big. I agree. We're reiterating some things here that we've said before, but that game encapsulates why we don't think, both you and I, don't think the Bucks are winning the title this year. Giannis can go for 31-17, and 17 and they still lose by 12. Give me some other numbers from that So, game. Brooke Lopez, 5 points yep. in 30 minutes. Wes what, Matthews, 10 points. What pretty did Middleton good. do? Middleton, 14 points in 31 minutes. Mm-hmm. 4 of 12 shooting. Only 12 shots for Middleton. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Uh, he's your second best player. He's an all-star. You got to give him the ball more. Bledsoe had 15, which is a pretty good game for go, Bledsoe. There we go, Bled. And then uh, George Hill had 16, but everybody else was yeah, go pretty much... Go to the much, bench, though. Tell me the bench. Everybody Nothing. else was garbage. DiVincenzo, two points. Mm-hmm. Williams only had six. Pat Connaughton had three. Robin Lopez had two. Kyle Korver had six and then broke his nose. Uh, on a crazy elbow, dude. That thing snapped that. like a goddamn chicken that. bone. It was so quick. Mm. Um, but look, this is again, this isn't panic time for Milwaukee. If there's a team that can handle Orlando and win four games in a row, it's it is Milwaukee. But this, like I'm saying, for the bigger picture, this is the problem Milwaukee has. Giannis can do whatever he wants, but you still it's a team game. <laughs> you need you need two to three other guys to really step up in any game that you're playing, even if against Orlando, who doesn't have their top maybe two or three best players on the floor any team out there can go out and beat you because they're made up of pros and yet another team yeah. orlando that's playing with a ch- like they're playing to win and nobody thought they were going to win that right. game zero people including you and i no God we no. called a sweep for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know here it is they win by 12 and then now who knows what happens in this next game confidence is huge same implications go for Giannis in this too. Yeah. Say Lakers get bounced first round. Sure. Say Bucks get bounced first round. Oh my God. Giannis is a free agent too after next season. Right. Yeah. And this could be a thing. You know what I mean? And the MVP, reigning MVP, gets bounced first round by an by an eight seed would be humongous. It's more uh, acceptable to get bounced by Portland because they're yeah. the hottest team in the NBA. I get it. You still shouldn't lose this series, but uh, it would be crazy. Like, literally crazy yeah. if Orlando can take the bus. So, uh, going off of what we talked about last pod, like, if Portland beats the Lakers, is it one of the greatest upsets? I said no. I still think Dallas and, and Golden State is the greatest upset in playoff history. Orlando beating Milwaukee, I think, leap, that. I think leapfrogs that. Mm-hmm. Because 
I mean, shit, that, that Golden State team had Baron Davis and Steven Jackson and Monte. Like, they had a really good squad, mm-hmm. none of which is to speak of for Orlando. Like, not even a sniff of an all-star is down think, there. You don't think Evan Fournier is as good as Baron <laughs> Davis, bro? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, the French sniper. Um, no, I don't. I, you know, it's just it, – I think I honestly think if, if they pull this off, which is not going to happen, I'll, I'll bet my life on it, Milwaukee will win this series. They should. They're going to. <laughs> Man, it's bubble basketball. It's a wake up call, right? It is. And Milwaukee was in a similar position to the Lakers. This whole seeding games, they locked in the one. It wasn't even close for a while. They didn't have to worry about wins and losses. But when you lose to the Brooklyn Nets in the middle of the bubble, and they skated through the bubble, those bubble games, they didn't do well. They didn't win that many games in the bubble, just like the Lakers. I think they were three and five. This is the kind of stuff that can't happen on a championship team. You can't play down to your competition. If you're a championship team, you're going to rise to the top level of performance pretty much every night and you're going to win against those teams that are inferior. And so we'll see how Milwaukee bounces back. I know Giannis hates to lose. I mean, if there's one guy that's super fucking competitive, it's pretty clear that Giannis is that guy. He wants to win every matchup. He wants to dunk every ball on everybody on the entire team. So watch Giannis go for fucking 50, but you know, I, I love the rest of them have to step up. I love that matchup though. He has a problem with big bigs. He does. You know what I mean? With That's why big, I think Bam is going to be a decent matchup like for that. them in the next round. But so one team that we were really, that we were hyped going into the bubble and going into the playoffs was OKC. And last night they just did not show up. Houston shot the freaking lights out once again, dude. Like I cannot understand how they do this. Like, Harden had, what, 37 last night? A cool 37. Eric Gordon started last night, yep. which I really like. 21 points for Eric Gordon. I love EG. House and, and – Uncle Jeff had 22. That was the key. He was the key. But, like, OKC didn't show up. Yo, like, that was a really weird game. And remember, like, we were, that was the game that we kind of hyped. Like, yeah, there should be some, some com- real competitive nature here between these two teams. I think – the fact that Russell Westbrook wasn't playing may have, you know, I don't know, affected Oklahoma City. Maybe they thought this was going to be a cakewalk because Russ wasn't on the on the floor. But they looked asleep until, like, the fucking second quarter. Like, they just didn't show up ready. And that was the thing that surprised me, along with the fact that Steven Adams, like, couldn't seem to do anything against P.J. Tucker. And, man, if there's a guy that might deserve Defensive Player of the Year... How is P.J. Tucker not on the list? Homie, I said P.J. Tucker might not come out of the bubble alive. Alive, with all, exactly. with all these people he's got to play. And the charges this dude has to take. For real. Hey, Steven, Steven Adams is a house as it is. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think he needs to realize. And he's also a very nice guy. Like people He is say, a nice guy. Say he's a really nice guy. I think he needs to get a little bit of asshole in him. Right. He should be owning the paint. And and like James Harden went down last night with uh, with a almost a knee. knee. Yeah. yeah, but like yo, you kick your legs out every single time you shoot. The it's ball. gonna happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know. And uh, there's another guy that cries every single play, and I Jeez. like James Harden. So this game is exactly what the recipe is for Houston, right? No Russell Westbrook. The team shoots 39 percent from three, and you're shooting 60. So that's what we said. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that, the analysis that we gave of this of this potential of this series when we talked about the matchup. It all depends on Houston shooting. And if they're going to continue to shoot at this rate, it could be a fucking quick series. And there was a few. I, I, I'll say Harden had probably eight points of just skating to the lane. Literally walking to the lane for a layup. No defense whatsoever. No help defense. And Chris, you could tell. Like, Chris, I, I expect. I think this is going to go longer than people think. Yeah, I called a seven-game yeah. series. What did I say? I Same? think you agreed with me. Yeah, I think it is because I think they're going to. Shea had a really bad game. Most but, of the, most of the Thunder had a bad game, right? I think they're gonna except for Danilo. Danilo scored twenty nine points, 
and he's great. He's a, he's he's like a really tough matchup for Houston, right? Like they they can put Covington on him, I guess. Or, he's six and, ten, dude. And, right, and they can put Uncle Jeff on him, but mm-hmm. he's he just he's really easy at shooting over people. Right? He's six ten, but he shoots the ball above his head. So I never wanted to get rid of Gallo. You know I oh, love he's, Gallo. Remember he's we were a talk- solid guy. Remember we were talking about all the scenarios like for the trade. Yeah, just keep Gallo. We can have Kawhi. <laughs> I don't know. I really like Gallo. I think they're going to re up on the next game. And again, this is another this is another series where they do stay in the same hotel. Right. I I, I do think that this is we're going to have to chalk this one up as like a what the fuck game. Like they weren't mentally there. And I, I, the only thing I can think of is what I mentioned is like maybe they just thought without Russ that they were going to have an easy win, and that's just not the case. This team is good. They're just they're they're unique. They're filled with shooters, and they're they're just launching. So the, what they're going to need to do, Drew, is exactly what you said for your Lakers. Chris Paul's going to have to score buckets. He yeah. needs to be playoff CP3. Go out there and score forty. And he can't. I he can. He really can. He might not need forty, but I'd like to see him get a couple twenty five, twenty eight games. Maybe a 30 in there because he could still do that. Moving moving forward, who we got next? We just watched the second game Ooh. of Utah and Denver. Mm. And, uh, man, that first game was phenomenal. That was wild, Overtime, bro. Donovan Mitchell just goes insane. 57 points, outrageous performance. And then Murray, uh, uh, you know, in the second half in overtime was unbelievable. That was one of the best back-and-forth uh, games that we've had since like Tracy McGrady and Kobe Bryant went back and forth. Yeah, that's what I thought of. It was just shot making. Like this was so much fun to watch and talk about the NBA and Adam Silver being pretty happy. Like the opening game of a some would call as we did maybe a boring series between Denver and Utah turns out to be one of the greatest games <laughs> we've seen thus far in the playoffs. Um, and then today, after that, Denver wins in Game One. Jamal Murray's the hero. Utah comes out and whips the ass of Denver. They did. Um, so that series is now tied at one, one apiece. We do know that Conley had a baby, so he's out of the bubble right now. So Utah is a, e- down even one more piece, and they were still able to do this, pull this, pull this victory off today. Gobert is an issue for Jokic. Jokic still, you know, gets his shots and still handles things well, but Gobert is a problem. He's a problem. Yeah. We don't give Gobert enough love. I, I was thinking about I don't that like today. him. I don't either. Yeah. Okay? I don't like him. I've never liked him. <laughs> he kind of um, sucks. He, 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 but, you know, he doesn't get enough love. No, he's Defensive very good. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. I mean, the guy's really, really good. Uh, the bottom line of this game today is Michael Porter Jr. Like, if Denver can take anything away from this game. It's Today's the, game? Yeah. Game two, yeah. Yeah. It's just like this guy – is the truth, bro. Like, this is the future of the NBA. He needs to be in the starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, that is the longest starting lineup in the NBA. That's such the length that, that Denver has. Uh, but, you know, they don't have Gary Harris, right? He's still not playing. Correct. Gary has not played a minute. Not one minute. And Jamal didn't even barely play in the preseason. Yeah, he only right? played maybe two games, right. three games. So I think this is going to be a, a, a battle. I think. Yeah. I When I called it, I said five or six for Denver. Uh, but. The, the, the thing that we both said, if Utah was going to have any success, Donovan's going to have to perform like he's Dame Lillard. And guess who looks just like Dame Lillard? Fucking Donovan Mitchell. Because we were questioning. We said that, you know, we didn't know who the man was on this team. Like, who's going to be the guy? Because Donovan, I mean, we love Donovan. He's going to be a superstar. He's turning into a superstar right now. Yeah, before our eyes. Exactly. Um, you know who I want because Clippers, or if the Clippers win the series, we get the winner of this series. I want Utah. So right. I'm, I'm cheering for Utah right now. Big time. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to win. You don't. I don't. Win. I mean, the fact of the matter is Donovan had 57 points, and they still lost by 10 in overtime. 
right? I mean, granted, we can take what happened today in game two as like something really positive for them moving forward. And maybe Conley comes back and, and has a big, you know, change and can bring something, you know, dynamic to the table if he's guarding Jamal Murray on the opposite end. I know he'll he'll do a pretty good job defensively on him. Uh, but I, I still think Denver has this series. All right, I have one thing to say about both these teams. I don't think there are two teams in the NBA that would rather be playing on their home court outside of the bubble, right? Right, right. Like, it's it's difficult to play in Denver because of the elevation. elevation right. And then it's difficult to play in Utah because... The crowd is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so they're they crazy both, fans. Right. So I think that adds... And then, again, like, it's crazy... Donovan Mitchell, we it's like still embedded in our brain from two days ago. Like they play a game, he drops fifty-seven, and then a day and a half later, you're playing another game. Right. Right. Yeah. These these every other day games have got to be crazy, and it's got to wear on you. Totally. I want to give a shout out to my boy Combo from Combo's Court, though. He said going into the bubble that there was going to be some wild video game like numbers and shooting numbers that are going to be crazy going into these games and we're seeing this dude like just the 60 the 57 what james harden's doing you know what i mean yeah like numbers are insane yeah i mean and so for an example in today's game shooting wise utah shot 52 percent from the full from the floor and 46 percent from three those Huge. are those are great numbers yeah. um and when you're doing that most likely you're going to win the game i mean donovan had another really solid game 30 points for him a big game for Jordan Clarkson today at 26. He was the X factor. Yeah, Gobert had 19, Ingles had 18, and then Denver Jokic still went off for 28 points, but Torrey Craig had zero points in 27 minutes. Jamal Murray was held to only 14 uh, points on only 13 shots. So you know, I think this was just one of those games where maybe maybe it is the 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 like kind of the back to back nature of it that got got Denver a little sluggish. But I think stamina, to your point, though, stamina is going to be a big thing in this first round. And, and especially as these rounds advance, the more games, the more minutes you're putting under your belt, the more tired naturally you're going to be. I mean, because you don't maybe have your normal training facility thing that you do right after the post game, and then the, the warm-up stuff has probably got to be a little bit different now because you don't have your hometown facility that you would normally get maybe your massage or whatever steam room thing that you would do, whatever your routine is. All of that's going to be a little unique and a little different. And I do think, you know, the teams that are in shape, especially if they go to a seven-game series, that we'll, we'll see who's health, in shape and who's not. Health is wealth, right? Right, yeah. Um, Philly-Boston is on right now. Game two is on right now. We have it on in the background. Boston is up 46-38 in the second quarter. Uh, Boston took care of game one. Yeah, because Embiid, like, literally got no shots in the second half. Yeah. How, how, how do you – what's the coach's name? Brett Brown. Brett Brown. How do you not go to your bread and butter? He's the only the guy that has a matchup advantage in this series. All day. He should be shooting 50 shots. Thank like you. I, as many shots as he can take from the post, take that them. is. From the post. Yes. <laughs> yes. That it's, it, and it's, it's, it's more than just the whole like factor about him getting shots. The offense has to flow through him. If they're bringing doubles, he's smart enough and tall enough to see over the double team and get the pass to the appropriate guy for a wide-open shot. And a lot of the times that can be somebody like uh, Tobias Harris or somebody like Shake Milton or even fucking Thibel can hit a wide-open like uh, jumper. Um, so, Mike you know, it, it is, it's definitely a coaching thing for sure. I mean, we've, we've said it for, what, three or four years now. Brett Brown is not the coach to get this job done. And we're seeing – Brad Stevens runs circles around him as far as coaching is concerned. Anyway, I you know the way that this is playing out, uh, I think Boston looks 
great. Kemba Walker looks good. Tatum looks good. Jalen Brown looks good. Um, we did see, unfortunately, for Gordon Hayward, he he has a grade three ankle sprain. So man, yet again, Jesus. Let's talk about another yet again guy. Pacers Miami. Right? Yeah, that was a good game. Jimmy showed up. Jimmy buckets showed Huge up. Huge shots in the fourth quarter for Jimmy buckets. But our boy Oladipo gets yeah. gets raked in the eye. Jeez. He's out again. Drew and I were saying like this guy cannot catch a freaking break. It's unbelievable. Sometimes you know it's it, a lot of this has to do with luck, right? This is just a random or you know bad luck, if you will. It's just a random rebound, and and they're just kind of a scuffle, and Jay Crowder just kind of comes down. I mean, shit, that's how my nose was broken for the first time in a scenario just like that. Everyone's reaching for the ball, somebody brings their hand down, elbow cracks me right in the nose, and then I have a broken nose, and I'm sitting on the sideline for the rest of the day. That's just like kind of the freak stuff. And you're right. Like, can he catch a break? I mean, shit, it's like every 10 games, this guy goes down with something and it's not usually his fault. Um, It just sucks. And I, you know, Indiana already missing Sabonis. They cannot afford to have Oladipo out. You know, hopefully his eye is something that's a quick heal. I don't know. Eyes aren't a quick heal. No, I know. But maybe, maybe it's just like the eyelid itself and not the actual eye, Uh, the, the whole the whole thing I'm trying to say is that Indiana definitely needs Oladipo on the floor. As good as TJ Warren has been, Oladipo is by far their best player. Now that Sabonis is out of the out of the bubble and not going to be able to play, they have no chance this series. Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. If if Oladipo's healthy, he can go off. He we can. know that he can go for 30, 35, no problem. And he's going to need to do that because this Miami team is solid. They they won that game one, and they didn't have the best shooting performance from the majority of the guys that we normally see them you know, knocking down threes like Duncan Robinson and, and Olenek and those other guys, they, they kind of had a mediocre game. But Jimmy stepped up big in the fourth quarter, hit two big threes. His three ball – And he's has, not even a three-point shooter. His three ball – he so they, they dropped a stat in that game. Mm. Um, he is in the bottom three players in the NBA for three-point percentage this season. <laughs> after uh, – you have to after take Russell? like – No, you have to like – yeah, Russell Westbrook <laughs> for sure. But you have to take like a minimum of 100 threes or mm. something like that. And Jimmy is in the bottom three third worst three-point shooter and he hit two huge threes to close out that game so you know it's one thing to to, you know have that be the case for a regular season we know jimmy is kind of a different guy a guy that's loves to take on a challenge and is not afraid to take big shots and god philly could use jimmy butler right now for sure oh yeah Uh, but they let him go and i get it and so i miami looks good i still think this is a solid pick i still think this game this series might go seven because because like we said TJ can go off and Oladipo can go off. If they're both healthy, they have a shot. I want to see some beef, though, dude. For real. What, we've been waiting for this. You go. You both talked a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, the closest thing we got was a jump ball. That's it. That's all we got. That's and even it. then, they were, like, really cordial. <laughs> I know, right? What the hell? What if they're homies? Like, I, I don't think they're homies, no. dude. I mean, that was a lot of shit talking. Uh, but I will say, I mean, the funny thing about it is Jimmy said, I, if I was their coach, I wouldn't have TJ guard me. It looks like Nate McMillan is taking that to heart because right. TJ is not guarding him. They have Justin Holiday on him, and they have other guys in the rotation that they're trying to, to use to guard uh, Jimmy. Um, so Nate McMillan was like, yo, that's actually probably a really good call. I don't need to put TJ on you. Um, Nets, I don't, I don't Nets, care about Nets that. Nets in Toronto. Don't care. Uh, Van Bleed had a great game. The Nets, the Nets are making it difficult for Toronto, but Toronto is up two, two games to nothing at this point. This was a close game. Uh, Toronto only won by five, but – I don't think the Nets will win a game. They may get close in the next couple too. Shout out to the Nets though again. Yeah, it's it's remarkable what they're doing. I mean, the, the fact that they were they were up, I think, by twelve or fourteen points in the first quarter in this game, 
Uh, and of course, you know, the better team won the game. But like I said before, the Nets are fucking sneaky good. If you let them, they will go ahead and win a game. My boy, Timothy Mwabu. Mo, yeah, Luabu Karabo. TLC is his name. Now. TLC. Oh, yeah. Okay, much better. So much easier. So much better. I like this kid a lot. Yeah, he's, he's getting solid. time. To, he is. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. He's he's good size too. I, I agree. Yeah, he, he's gonna get a contract somewhere, yeah. if not on the net. So it's funny after after we we talked about him, I was like unsure of where he got drafted. Sixers drafted him uh, back in 2017. Interesting. And then he bounced around. He went to like, like OK. Oh no, he went oh. to like OKC. He went to. Uh, Maybe Utah. He went to like one other team, another team before landing on Brooklyn. But talk about a breakout and like earning a contract. You said it on the last one. This this is the shit that gets you, you know, Sign. solidified in this league for the next, you know, three, four, five years. This gets you a three year, eleven million dollar deal, bro. This is gonna change life changing life. money, baby. Totally agree. Yeah. And Joe Harris left the bubble after the game today for non medical reasons. Drew and I think he just. Caught the first flight home. Yeah, he, he was looking on – what's that app? Travelocity. Kayak. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's looking on Travelocity. He saw a really good deal for business class Orlando to uh, to New York, to JFK, and he's like – I'll see you all in January. That looks pretty good. We don't. I don't need to be here anymore, do I? I'll see you work on January. my Work on my contract. Work on my free agency contract. I'm not going to get injured in the next two games, and then you guys have me cut. For uh, real. But anyway, for real though, tip of the cap again to the Nets – They've they've blown me away. I, I think you as well. Like I, we didn't expect them to, to stay in the seven seed and and even compete against this Toronto team. So, but Toronto's going to take care of business on that one. We'll see what Orlando's got in the tank against awesome. Milwaukee. It mm-hmm. would be great if they could take another game. Love if they it. go up to nothing, that would be so much It'd change fun. Change everything. Yeah. Yes, and it would take a lot of heat off the Lakers as well. So come on, Orlando. <laughs> Uh, another shout out to the NBA today. They, they tested uh, again that zero players have COVID or have received COVID. Like this is a full month or how long has it been? Five weeks, five weeks of zero, uh, positive cases. You're doing it right. NBA for real. I mean, you're really doing it right. So, you know, Clippers are going to win tonight. I'm hoping we got that on about an hour and a half. Hope you guys are rooting. Let's see where the Lakers go tomorrow. I know you're going to be. On the edge bite of my seat. fucking nails know, every second of that game. I, and, and you know what's wild, dude, is like I want to see the Lakers in the in the Western. Yeah, Conference it would be Files. so much fun. I want to see it for for my reason though. I want to beat the fucking Lakers. So there's no there's no. You want to beat the best? Yes. No and asterisk. No. But what's gonna happen is if if and these are again down the road. If Lakers lose, it's just a bubble championship. Lakers win, it's the hardest championship right, ever won. Right. Um. I want to play the Lakers. Yeah. Right. Also, I'm then I'm like I'm not sure I want to see Portland at some point, right? Well, so this is the funny thing. Like we can talk about the Lakers Clippers matchup, but right now I would be satisfied getting past Portland. And dude, Houston, Oklahoma City, we are going to struggle against them if this is the nature of the way that we're playing. If we're going to only average, you know, 98 to 103 points a game, this is not like a foregone conclusion. This is difficult <laughs> we as, even if we get past portland there's a very difficult houston or oklahoma city just waiting to take us out in the next round so as much as i want to see it too it's not easy and two things zero dark 30 and hashtag king me let's see lebron we all know what you're capable of in the playoffs it's time for you to, to step step up and make it happen right and as, as much as i do enjoy him you know breaking records you know, at this point in his career, a win is more important. So let's focus on winning. Let's put a W next to that scoreboard. Uh, and I don't give a shit how many points, rebounds, assists. 
let's get a win. This is when this king me stuff. Mm-hmm. This is when like you, he wants to be MVP. He wants to be considered with Michael Jordan as maybe the best player to ever play. He cannot lose this round. Can't lose in the first round. No. Uh, you got anything else? Yeah, I, I just hope my uh, I hope my liver will be able to stand up to what I'm going to bring. I don't to know what time Laker I'm game. allowed to start drinking. <laughs> Uh, on the full day of basketball. Yeah, with the playoffs. Yeah, I don't understand when I should because we have to do work too, like yeah. take notes and research. And like, I want to watch. You know, I love my murder mysteries on ID. <laughs> I haven't been able to there's watch. There's no time. There's no time. There's right? no time to watch anything else. I get my shit done at like, you know, 6.30 in the morning and then it's 10 and it's like, shit, first game's at 10.30. No way I can start drinking now. It's 1.30 in the East Coast. That's true. So that's, you, you can go East Coast You know, time. we like our, guys, we like our cocktails while we watch games. But Drew and I are popping. The, these are new because Keto Clips is on the keto diet. It's doing very well for me. But Corona Hard Seltzer that just popped out. Zero grams, zero carbs, and they're tasty, right? They are They are pretty tasty. Mine's blackberry lime right now, and it's very, very thirst quenching, guys. Corona, <laughs> shout us out. We're going to take them out. I did a random a random thing on my phone to pick a song. It ended on Lil Baby. He's been on the show many times. Yep. We've taken them out with Lil Baby a lot. This is called All of a Sudden. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. And we're ghosts. Danny Green. I'm watching this. I can be told no handguns unless the bitch come with a thud. I can be fucking these dog hoes unless the bitch come with a butt. I can be driving no regular cars. The bitch gotta come with a button. I was broke like a wild bat. Now I'm up all of a sudden. I can't be rapping for free. They gotta send me the budget. I can't be fucking these whole rock. I had to strip on the road. I can't be rocking no plain Jane. Both of my watches be flooded. I can't be drinking no regular soda. All of my cups be muddy. I just came home with nothing. Now I'm more about the sun. Hey, now I'm more about the sun. Hey, now I'm more about the sun. Hey, hey. Money bag, money bag. I'm in the booth with a money bag. Here go the bridge where the money at. Give me a load, I ain't coming back. I make them shoot where your stomach at. We gon' pull up where your mama at. Running through hoes like a running back. We can fuck, but you can't call your number back. If you knew better, baby, you do better. I got pen and hoes coming, you help me. I went money bag, who went four feather? Four pocket bread, gang, who better? I can't be told no handguns unless the bitch come with a thuddy. I can't be fucking these dog hoes unless the bitch come with a button. I can't be driving no regular cars. The bitch gotta come with a button. I was broke like a wild bat. Now I'm up all of a sudden. I can't be rapping for free. They gotta send me the budget. I can't be fucking these whole raw. I had to slip on the rubber. I can't be rocking no plain Jane. Both of my watches be flooded. I can't be drinking no regular soda. All of my cups be muddy. If I said fuck yeah, I meant that. Fuck. I'm whipping this coupe, I ain't rent that. The shit that you saving, I spent that. Uh. And if you won't smoke, you can get that. Yeah. I just went poof with the back end. Every time I fuck her, I hit from the back end. Yeah. I'm pulling her hurt while I did get her. She like, hold up, baby, keep my tracks in. Uh. I can't hit that bitch, rock got the glove on me. Uh. I'm in the trap with the drugs on me. I just went bonkers all up, exclusive game. Uh. Flying fuck like a dove on me. Diamonds wet like a tub on me. Uh. Hurricane Harvey flood on me. Uh. Left the spot with a dove on me. Walk on the spot, bitches tug on me. Uh. I can't be told no handguns uh. unless the bitch come with a I can't be fucking these dog hoes unless the bitch come with a button. I can't be driving no regular cars. The bitch gotta come with a button. I was broke like a wild bat. Now I'm up all of a sudden. I can't be rapping for free. They gotta send me the budget. I can't be fucking these whole raw. I had to slip on the rubber. I can't be rocking no plain Jane. Both of my watches be flooded. I can't be drinking no regular soda. All of my cups be muddy. I just came home with nothing. Now I'm more about the sun. Hey, now I'm more about the sun. Hey, now I'm more about the sun. I just came home with nothing. Now I'm more about the sun. Hey.